Hello, welcome to this episode of Ask Amy. I hope you are ready to save some money because that is what we're talking about today. We are showing you four ways to save money, not eight, four. Four ways to save money because really that's sort of the heart of what I do every day, um, whether it's getting what you paid for, not getting ripped off by somebody, um, or just cutting back what you're spending, finding efficiencies and ways to make sure that you're getting the lowest price, um, but still getting what you need and what you want in many cases. So we're going to cover four different areas. And so I think there's a broad range here, everything from skincare products to streaming services um, to savings on your home internet. Um, We think we've got a little bit of something for everybody. All right. So we're going to dive right in and we're going to go with a something that I discovered whenever at the beginning of this year, I was kind of trying to find ways to cut my monthly expenses. So everybody's been there where you think you need a streaming service because there's a particular show that you want to watch. And whether that's, you know, HBO, you go in and you think, oh, I can do the seven day free trial, watch the show, I'll be done by the end and then I'll cancel it. And then what happens? You forget to cancel it. At least that's happened to me. And then you're like, okay, well, if I go until the 26th, I'm going to set this reminder and make sure that I cancel on the 25th or the 26th, and I might as well just keep watching until that time period. And then you forget the next time. So the streaming services are counting on you to do that, right? And so then you're paying for a service that you're not actually using. What I did at the beginning of this year is I went through my credit card statements to figure out, okay, what services do I have right now? What am I paying for? I was checking my credit card um, statements for recurring charges, and I was able to find several streaming services that I had signed up for, either for something I wanted to watch or my kids wanted to watch. But those shows, I'd watched them, and we weren't really going back to those streaming services. So these are things that I didn't have to pay for. So I found $422 by canceling several services. Um, the four together were charging me $35.24 a month. But then if you multiply that by 12, by canceling them, I saved $422 this year. And when I did that, I noticed some things that I thought might be helpful to others. So you can fake cancel. So for example, in my instance, I was able to cancel Apple TV, Disney Plus, HBO Max, and Peacock. And You know, none of those on their own are super expensive, but when you start piling them on and adding them all up, then it's like, oh, wow, you're facing what was normally a a cable bill anyway. And a lot of people cut their cable and instead went to these streaming services. Um, But here's something that I learned that I thought was super interesting. When you go into the apps or you go onto the website to cancel, they don't want you to leave. So they say, wait, wait, would you like to do this? So... I didn't have Hulu, but our investigative producer, Andrea, went and and checked hers because she does have Hulu, right? So ad-free, it's $14.99 a month. So she went in and she said, you know what? I want to cancel that. So before they let her go, they're like, before you leave, would you consider switching to ad-supported? So you're going to have to watch commercials, but it's only $7.99 a month. You're going to save a significant amount, um, almost half, by switching to ad-free. Or exactly half. And she's like, okay. Um, So first she switches to that. And then she's like, but I still want to cancel. And so then they say, okay, well, wait, before you go, would you accept 
getting Hulu for $2.99 a month for six months just to get you to stay with us. So now all of a sudden she's dropped her bill from $14.99 a month that she was paying down to $2.99 a month. Yes, she has to put up with commercials, but that's a significant savings over, over the year if she does still want to watch some shows on Hulu. Well, I found some of these other streaming services doing the same. Um, HBO Max offered the same thing. Peacock offered the same thing. So go in and fake cancel. See what they offer you. If they don't offer you anything low enough, um, you know, for, well, obviously it would be low enough to make it worth it. Why wouldn't you switch? And then a lot of times they're promotional deals. So if you cancel that service for a short period of time while there's nothing that you're really watching or that you want to watch, then you could possibly sign back up with a promotional offer. So you're going to save anyway. Now's just a good time of the year to do that where everybody's cutting their expenses. Maybe just go in and see how much you can save. Also, don't forget, because I know a lot of people forget that several cell phone uh, plans and also Xfinity, they offer free streaming subscription services if you have certain plans with them. So, for example, some of the ones that we found, you can get free Apple TV with certain T-Mobile plans. You can get free Netflix with certain T-Mobile plans. So don't pay double. I mean, if you're already paying for T-Mobile and it comes with your plan, then goodness, please don't go and also pay for Apple TV or Netflix. Xfinity customers get a free subscription to Peacock. Um, and I didn't realize this, so I probably shouldn't have been paying for Peacock. That's normally $4.99 a month. Um, so you want to check that. AT&T, um, with certain plans, you get free HBO Max. It's included. So certainly go through and check. Make sure you're not paying for something that you should be getting for free. Um, and that is one good little hack to save you a lot of money. Mine was $422 a month. I'm checking our time. Okay, so the next way is we know that high-speed internet and cable, those are expensive, right? I mean, even if you're cutting cable and you're relying on these streaming services, we get it now. You still are going to have to pay for high-speed internet to be able to get these um, services into your home and to be able to download these shows that you want to watch. So if you haven't renewed your internet recently then you might not be aware that there's this program called the Affordable Connectivity Program. It's through the FCC. This is government money. And you might think like, oh, well, there's no way that I qualify for that because I'm not low income. Um, you normally would have to be below the poverty level to qualify for some of these programs. But when I was re-signing up for Xfinity or trying to renegotiate my high-speed internet plan, they said at the end, hey, don't forget to go to this website and fill out the application because if you qualify, you get $30 a month off of your high-speed internet service. And like the money doesn't come to me. They send the money straight to my internet provider, right? And I said, yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to qualify for that. There's no way. And they were like, well, you never know. The reason that they said that is because there are several things that make you eligible for this. And I had a viewer who reached out and said, oh, my gosh, I don't think. And he was a senior citizen. But he's like, I don't think a lot of people realize that you could qualify for this and knock a significant amount of money off of your Internet bill. Because he also was not technically low income. He's certainly not at or below 200% of the federal poverty level, which is normally what you have to be. So some of the other reasons that you can qualify is if anyone in your household participates or qualifies for free and reduced school lunch, the school lunch or breakfast program. 
listen, if you're in Houston ISD, then you probably realize when COVID started, they basically said almost the entire school district, I think it was the entire school district, qualified as getting free and reduced lunch. It's not because your child is taking advantage of that in school or that they particularly need it, but once a certain percentage of students in a school district qualifies for free and reduced lunch, they just open it up to everybody in the whole school district. And so even if you don't get free and reduced lunch, by the guidelines of the Affordable Connectivity Program, you would still qualify for this $30 off of your internet service every single month. And so if you fill that out and you take that, it's going to ask for information about that free and reduced lunch free and reduced price school lunch program and your where your kids go to school and all that jazz. And then you can get this and use that money. Actually, you have to use that money for your high-speed internet. So that's another little trick. Um, there are other things on there if you don't have children. There are other ways that you can qualify. Um, so obviously, Medicaid if you or federal housing assistance, those things probably do mean that you're low income. Um, but the, if you have a veteran's pension or survivor benefits, um, a lot of things we're going to put in the show notes all of the things that that would make you qualify for that but just go ahead and fill out the application because they'll ask you all those questions and if you don't qualify you'll be denied no harm no foul if you do you save thirty dollars a month so that falls in with our first way to save on this episode and that is go check out all your streaming subscription services make sure you're not already paying for something that you could get for free and then fake cancel the ones that you do want to keep cancel the ones that you're not using but fake cancel the ones you do want to keep and see if they'll offer you a low price to continue watching those um, those shows and that streaming service um, and hopefully that will help you okay when we come back we're going to move on to another subject and we're talking about skincare products so this is mostly for ladies but it qualifies for men too if you like to take care of your skin um, when we come back we're going to talk about the four products that you need to have because if you are anything like me you get suckered whenever you go into an Ulta or a Sephora and you think "Ooh, I need that for my eyes I need this I need that we're talking to a dermatologist who says the four products that you need and everything else is just gravy. You don't need all that. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this episode of Ask Amy. This week we are talking about all things, ways to save, ways you can save money, cut back on services that you're not using, or stop buying things that you don't actually need. And that brings us to this segment. We're talking about skincare products. So I did a story a couple of years ago about things that we buy. I mean, women, we get suckered into all sorts of things, skincare products that we think we need because it works so well. You can check reviews, you can read, and all of a sudden your bathroom counter or your cabinet is filled with bottles and lotions and potions and serums and all of these items that you think you just have to have, right? And so we went to speak with a dermatologist at Nigro Dermatology. We spoke with Dr. Virat Patel and asked him, if I'm on a budget, but I want to take good care of my skin um, to, you know, 
go with aging and, and, and all of those things. What are the things that I absolutely have to buy? And he broke it down to just four products. And, and he's got some great ideas, great tips. I want you to listen to this and hear what he has to say. And then we'll talk about it on the other side. And this is their gentle cleanser. And Dr. Varat Patel with Nigro Dermatology unpacked his own secrets to beautiful skin. He recommends CeraVe, Cetaphil, and Neutrogena products. If you want to go pick it up at the grocery store or drugstore, these three brands, you can't go wrong. Patel says more expensive doesn't always mean better. Just get the basics. Just keeping it simple in terms of one cleanser, a moisturizer, a sunscreen, and then the fourth would probably be like a collagen building product like a retinoid. Pick a sunscreen with at least SPF 30. The best sunscreen to use is the one that you're going to use. So if it suits you, if you're going to use it every day, that's the most important thing, not necessarily the brand name. As long as you're wearing sunscreen during the day, you don't need a different day cream and night cream. Keep it simple and find one. My go-to is Neutrogena Hydro Boost, the water gel. I absolutely love it. I tell all my patients about it. It's oh, very wow. lightweight. Yeah, that yeah. is. Foaming cleansers work best to remove oil, excess dirt, and makeup. And lastly, a retinoid helps with everything from acne to fine lines and wrinkles to age spots. They help just kind of speed the uh, skin cell turnover um, and produce new collagen as well. Differin, once prescription only, is now sold over the counter, but at prescription strength. If you're using a pricey retinol from a spa line, ask your dermatologist for generic Retin-A. It's called Tretinoin, and you'll only have to pay your insurance copay. Some of the products do have proprietary ingredients, which are expensive. Um, but even then, some of the scientific um, evidence behind them isn't the most compelling. Okay, so you got that? What he was basically saying in that, that last soundbite, he was talking about these high-end skincare products. For example, maybe you use another kind of retinoid or retin-A, retinol product, but you're buying it from um, a dermatologist office or maybe, you know, um, a, an esthetician. And so some of these things can cost 160 bucks or more for like an ounce or two ounces. And they're like, oh, but it's going to last you so long. But so my question is, I mean, why are we paying so much more for those? And, and so what he was saying is that there are, you know, some things that these um, high-end brands, they say, oh, they have... Um, they have certain formulations that make them so much more expensive. But he's saying the science behind all that is not necessarily there. Where the science is and what is proven is on um, Tretinoin, which is basically the generic brand before you add all of these formulations and these fancy labels and the marketing to pay for all of that. So what I thought was a very clever hack and a very clever trick is if you're seeing a dermatologist anyway, ask the dermatologist and they, and they believe you need to use retinol or retinoid, which they pretty much prescribe for anyone from teenagers battling acne to older women who just want it to, to, for fine lines and wrinkles, ask for a prescription of that. So a prescription of that for me is $13. It lasts more than a couple of months compared to another high-end name brand that, that I was getting that was like $160. Same thing. You can, on the Tretinoin, you can get different variations of, you know, 0.5%, 1%. You can talk about all of that with your doctor on which one you need or which one your teenager needs, um, but just a very clever way to save and basically get the same exact thing for a lot less money.
Okay, so the other things that he discussed, just for review, the things that you actually need for your skin, um, and you don't have to spend a lot of money. He said sunscreen, and it doesn't matter what brand or anything that you use. He's just saying you want to make sure that you're using at least an SPF 30, and you're using it for your face, your neck, your chest. And he's saying just use a brand that you like, whether you like the smell of it, the feel of it. Whichever one you're more likely to remember to put on is the best one for you. And those can be drugstore brands, things that you buy at Walmart and the grocery store. It does not have to be some fancy thing from your dermatologist's office. Um, the next thing is moisturizer. And the brand that he recommended ever since I did this story, that's what I've been using. And it's Neutrogena, Hyd Neutrogena Hydro Boost Water Gel. Um, you can find it anywhere from 17 bucks to like 23 bucks, but it's a pretty big jar. Um, and you can use that. There, he said there's no real differentiation. You can use it for your daytime moisturizer and your nighttime moisturizer just for daytime. Make sure you're also applying sunscreen. You don't have to buy like a daytime moisturizer that has the sunscreen built in. Usually if they do, they don't even have a strong enough sunscreen built in. So they usually say get your sunscreen separately so that you know the SPF and you know that you're using enough and then put your moisturizer on on top of that. Um, a cleanser, he recommended several grocery store brands that you can use. Um, CeraVe, um, we, he listed all of those. And then the retinol, which we've already spoken about. So I just think these are great ways to save and a good reminder if you've got a cabinet full of pricey um, products and you're looking to save money use what you've got but then when those run out there's absolutely no need to go and restock on those tiny little bottles that are costing you two hundred dollars you know a month or more according to dermatologists those are not doing a heck of a lot more except making you feel it's like a placebo um, than the drugstore variety as long as you're buying the right kinds and the right things for your skin okay so those are the four skincare products that you need for healthy skin all the other stuff is just bonus added stuff on top but not necessarily anything that's going to make you um, feel better or look better or help your skin better in any way okay so when we come back we're going to talk about our um, our next category and that is when you're shopping how to shop with apps that will help you save money. We're not talking about cashback apps. We've done stories on those before, but we're talking about a, a, basically a hack. Some people don't like that word, but a hack that I didn't even realize works whenever you go shopping in stores and why you would shop with your cell phone with the store's app open. When we come back, we'll discuss that. Welcome back to this episode of Ask Amy. We are talking about ways to save. So we have already covered ways to save by canceling or fake canceling your subscription streaming services. Um, we've covered ways to save up to $30 a month by applying for the affordable connectivity program for your high-speed internet. And then we touched on ways to save, ladies, by cleaning out your bathroom cabinets and only buying the skincare products that you absolutely need, according to dermatologists. So now we're going to touch on just generic shopping. This applies to anybody who may shop at any big box store. But Target is one that we're using as an example in this story. It was one of our producers who came to me and noticed this 
way to save because this person happened to be shopping at home and they knew they were going to need to head to Target and they were looking for a birthday gift, a birthday gift for um, a child's friend for an upcoming birthday party. So they went online looking for things. They're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, we want that. I see it here. Then they got to the store and when they found this particular toy, this particular item, they noticed that it was $10 more in store. But look at what happened. We're going to show you um, this video first, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. Let's go shopping at Target. From shoes to clothing to household appliances, everything has a barcode and a price on the shelf. But did you know they don't always match? This air fryer is a perfect example. This one says it's on sale for $59.99, and here it's marked $79.99. Just open the Target app and scan the barcode for anything you want to buy. If the price on the app is less expensive, Target will honor the lower price at the register. I don't really shop at Target often, but um, now that I know about the Target app, maybe I'll come more often. Just randomly scanning items, we found a price difference on this air fryer, these Tommy John's underwear. On the app, these are $14.99, but the shelf here says they're $17.99. And in the toy aisle, jackpot. Firefighter Barbie was $16.99 in store, but $14.99 on the app. Ooh. Retoria Hogan's and her Barbie-loving babies were impressed. I used the app, but I never thought to scan it to get the price match. Now that I know, that might be my new best friend. Right? More Barbies! Because I swear we're here for toys every week. On this trip alone, they saved $8 on one Barbie and $5 on another. So it's $22.99. And we're going to get it for $14.89. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All you have to do is show the app price at the register. Um, So that, yeah, the Barbie career shows $15.99. That's an easy fix. But don't expect the same results everywhere. We tried the same hack at Walmart. We found this bluey dance and play plush doll. It's $30 online. The in-store price is $49.97, $20 more. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. At the register, the cashier told us if we want the online price, we'd have to buy it online. Oh, so you won't give it to me for the online price? No, that's a big difference. I love it when we can save people money. And so it was so much fun that day in Target to just walk around and show people like, hey, have you seen this? Because we spoke with several people who we didn't get on camera that were just like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. But I mean, it's just a perfect example of why those apps are very, very handy. And so at Target, anytime you're going in the store, they also have a feature where you can scan everything that you put into your cart and already have it scanned. Um, And so do that. And you may save money on things that you were going to purchase anyway. I know we did. I know it worked for several of the other shoppers there. And in the show notes here, we're going to link you to that story that has the policies of a bunch of other big box stores um, listed there where you can click and find out where it may work at other stores like Best Buy. We have Walmart's um, policy listed. And it's really interesting because when you read Walmart Walmart's policy, it appears that they will match their own price, but they don't. When you go into the app, it's like, you know, um, internet or app price only. I believe it says internet price only. Um, and so they do not 
match. And one of our photographers, whenever I was shooting this video with him, realized the same thing because he had purchased something like a tarp to use for camping that you put under the tent. And he had purchased it and noticed whenever he bought it, it was something like $11.99 or $12.99 in store. And then for some reason, like the same day or the next day, he noticed online it was like seven bucks. So he went back into the store and was like, it took his receipt and was like, hey, I bought this. And they're like, yeah, no, sorry. The only way to have gotten that offer was if you ordered it online and then you could go to the store and pick it up. And so we didn't play the rest of that soundbite. But in that Walmart store, when we found that bluey stuffed plush doll for $30 on the Walmart app, but in store, it was $49.99. It was $20 difference. When we took it to the register, that employee was very helpful. But I was like, oh, can't you honor it for this price? And he was like, oh, read below. It says internet price only. And I was like, that is crazy. And he said, yeah. But what you would do, he said, what you're going to do is you're going to go on, go on the Walmart app, purchase it for store pickup. Then you're going to go sit in your car and wait for 30 minutes to an hour to get the notification that it's ready for store pickup. And then you drive around to the side and they load it in your car for $20 cheaper. Okay. Seems like a lot of effort. If you don't need it right then, why wouldn't you do it that way and get the cheaper price? Not wait in the parking lot for an hour, but order it online and just go pick it up when it's ready. Um, the photographer I was with who has a five-year-old child said, my daughter would lose her mind if we went to the store and I told her that she was going to get to pick something out in the toy department. She picked that out and then we get to the register and I'm like, oh, never mind. We're going to wait an hour for it. But um, just some just some things ways to save, things that you can always check. We may forget about this technology and these apps and these things there that can save us a lot of money. That Walmart store employee said, well, because they want you to buy it on the app. They want you to buy it online. And I was like, but I'm here in store. That doesn't count for something. <laughs> so definitely check both when you're shopping. Okay, we will put the show notes to all of the savings and all of the tips and hacks that we mentioned here. We'll put links that you need to apply for the Affordable Connectivity Program. Um, we'll put links to those cell phone providers that, that also offer free streaming services so you could check and see if you're paying for something that you already should be getting for free. So make sure you check all that and then let me know how much you're saving. I want to hear from you. You can email me at askamy at kprc.com. You can also send me your questions if you've got an idea for an upcoming segment, that is how we get all of our content and the content that we push out to all of you comes from your ideas and your questions. So we definitely want to hear from you. Everybody have a fantastic day. Thanks for watching.